Greetings from Parts Unknown. My name is Sonny Sofrito, and today I am joined by... The greatest general manager in Yep, I Like Wrestling history. And I'm also joined today by... Roger Adams, the so-called name dropper. Oh, so good to see you again, Roger. Yeah, it has been many a moon, hasn't it? it ha- I've missed you, darling. I've missed you. I was like, you know, I've missed your honorary uh, GM ship uh, next oh, to me. Roger. <laughs> Hello, Sonny. How are you? Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, Great. Yeah, I keep forgetting. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was actually very, very, very mm-hmm. fun. Yes. I had a, I had a oh. great time. What did you do, as if I didn't know? What did you do? Um, well, another happy birthday shout-out to the Glamazon, ah. Tara Marie. Um, I went to her birthday party, yes, unlike some did. people. I was, I, was, I was busy, Sonny. Yeah, that's what we're going to say? I okay. was waiting for a pizza. Yeah, I'm sure you were. <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> yeah. And the delivery boy that brought it. <laughs> oh, he, yeah. he delivered, I assure you. He delivered. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah. So, Tara's been celebrating this birthday for about three months now. Are we done? Are we done yet? I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like, I mean, well, let, let that be in the, the beholder of the birthday girl, let's oh, say. Yeah, that's, that's what I should say. So, did you have a good time up in the Heights, Sonny? What are you getting at? Uh, I'm just saying there could or could not be a video circulating of your antics. Oh, there's archival evidence of oh, this. Oh, yes, there is. Well, it's not antics. It was an <laughs> antic mm. where I was asked to do a, uh, a hello on a video, and I just mm. I, I, w- I was just bungling my words. Uh-huh. I was like, so you did what most drunk people do and just <laughs> let your heart just ring out. You know, through your tonsils. Uh, not really, because I could barely get the words out. So. <laughs> yes. yes. It's going to be good uh, evidence if I should ever get fired from this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Trust me, that's like one of like 15 videos out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Good. All right. No, not from that night. I'm talking about oh. in general. Oh, <laughs> oh so there's, there's more evidence that can be found on these internets. Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, a lot of people have, to have it, had to apologize for the things they've said. Yes. I, I think you should probably find those Trust videos. Trust me, I'm not apologizing. I don't, I don't think I have to apologize for anything I said because you could barely understand anything I said. <laughs> Trust me, it's not going to be. It's, it's When you hear. Yeah, I don't think that's a problem. All right. I mean, I hope you remember what you said and didn't offend anybody. Unless you have a drunk translator, my words are fine. I don't think I don't think I'm be in trouble for anything. Uh, speaking of which, there's a couple of wrestlers that actually get, did get into trouble for some stuff that they actually put oh, up on Twitter years yes. ago. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Mr. Cedric Alexander and uh, Ty Dillinger, Mr. Mm. Ten. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Boy. So uh, they both made some really tasteless remarks regarding uh, rape. I was like, yeah, rape is never something to be joked about. I mean, even in even in poor humor, it, it, is, exactly. it's, it's never. I mean, even though uh, someone here has, I, I'm just. But it, but it was it, it was always self deprecating, mm-hmm. <laughs> not condoning the action. I was like, well, I'll let Glad and Glad's lawyer <laughs> speak for that. I, I have no official comment. Oh, shout out to Glad. Oh. They're glad they're not here right now. I bet they are. I am the worst representation of this lifestyle whatsoever. But, you know, Ty Dillinger is the last person who should be saying things inappropriate, especially with his past. So I would step lightly if I were him. And uh, Cedric Alexander, I was quite surprised at. You don't expect such a boring person to have such a stimulating oh, personality. Yeah, he was an indie. Uh, he was in the indies once. So was I mean, he? He was, yes. Jesus. Was he? Because yeah. I don't watch 205. <laughs> <So> <laughs> 205 like, no. is in the indies? It, it's it's oh. like the graduated version of the indies, I guess you could say. Oh, okay. Well, either way, you wouldn't expect that from Cedric. But um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, you know what? Um, 
it it goes to show, you know, shit that you do in your past will come back and haunt you. Fight. I was yeah. like, it's like there a statue of limitation. Uh, for example, yeah, but dude, you, you know, know what? It's like with the thing with the director from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I mean, James he put, Gunn. yeah, James Gunn put some stuff out there years ago that with him trying to be, you know, put out some edgy humor. I forgot what it was that he said, but it was a little bit of everything, actually. Yeah. He joked about uh, child molestation. He joked about rape. He joked about this. He joked about that. It was it was a lot, actually. Yeah, it was just a lot of shit that just is not appropriate. And then more so in these very sensitive times with the Me Too movement and people be, and and with all the cases of uh, pedophilia that's come out and and everything else. It's just been a. I mean, you can't. It's basically you know, if you got some shit in your closet. Better clean that shit out right now. It's like, yeah, this is why I nuked seventeen thousand tweets from my Twitter account. I, I probably should delete the whole thing, but I don't really use it. But yeah, madness. Yeah. Seventeen thousand, bro. Damn, that's a lot. I was like, tweets. I decided to do a blanket wipe. You know what? I think I should start distancing myself from you now. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> I'm one of the nicest people you know. Really? I don't even know if I could do. Wow. I was like, so wow. when I run for president in five years, you mean all the stuff that I've said on this podcast is going to come out? I mean, it's like... It, yeah, but yeah. you know what? With you, it's almost like white noise. Because yeah, you, it's like oh, all of it is just hard. No, his, his presidential run will be over in the first month. <laughs> it's like a Huffington <laughs> Post is going to get a hold of a ton of information. To, to, it's it's just going to be over. It's to just, be honest with you, after Trump, I don't even know if that shit's going to be Anything goes. Uh, but he's yeah, not white, though. He's, he's not uh, white. You know what? True, that is true. Right. But you are British, so it kind of makes it a little bit... Oh, I'm not no. allowed to run for no. president, actually. And I was like, no, wow. he's just going to be wrong with a very uh, cute accent. Jeez. <laughs> well, there goes my presidential run. Anywho, hey, maybe shout out to my favorite I president, like, Jack Tunney. As, as, as a maybe, matter of fact, where, where are your birth papers at? <laughs> Here we go with the immigrant jokes. Don't worry about what Where are your papers, from. sir? Where's yeah. your green card? I want Why? you to present if, your green card to me immediately. What have you heard? Go back and go back to your country and run for queen. Oh, see, <laughs> see, Sonny, that's what I'm talking about right there. The stuff I like to hear. <laughs> so, gentlemen, speaking of queens, Sonny, the queen of the UFC, the now WWE's own Ronda Rousey, made my life worth living when she said words I have been waiting to hear since 2004. She wants to do Kill Bill 3. Oh, yes. She said it. Oh, okay, okay. So as someone that's familiar with the film and the director... I believe the third one was always supposed to be like the daughters of uh, both of them grow up and then they try to kill each other. So yes. she would probably tr- going to be the daughter of... All right. uh, she All would right. be All Beatrice right. Kiddos. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to pause this for a second. I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino mark and a huge Kill Bill mark. Me too. And if we're going to make this BB coming back or, or basically being sought out, Yo. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. I mean, he always said he always liked to make it like 10 years after. I mean, I think it would be right but around that Ron- time. Yeah, but I think Ronda Rousey is a little too old for that part, don't you think? Not necessarily if she's going to be an adult. Well, first off, it was always in his mind to do Kill Bill 3. So it was always in the back of his head. And he actually said he wanted to film footage of the little black girl who played Vivica Fox's daughter yeah, yeah, yeah. then to use Nakia. it in the future. But then, you know... the see, see where I pulled that one out, right? Yeah, see? <laughs> I tell you, I'm a fan. Yeah. By the way, Kill Bill is one of my top five favorite films. So it was always supposed to be Beatrix Kiddo's daughter versus Vernita yeah. Green's daughter. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of works. Yes, Ronda Rousey may be a bit old, 
But I just like the idea, and I just like the fact that it's out there in circulation. Like, she, her movie career is beginning to take off. Uma Thurman still has it in her to play, you know, perhaps. Yeah, they got to do know, like, like serious, serious prosthetic on her face to make her look a lot older. Because, yo, you know what? No matter how old she is, she's still a very beautiful woman. She is. I, she still, is. Got, I still got a crush on... Uh, I think that's why I like Kill Bill so much, because I got a huge crush on Uma Thurman. Oh, uh, such a good film. Yeah. And Quentin Tarantino, not on record, because this was always speculation, he said how the movie would progress is... L Wood, oh, excuse me, L Driver. That she's still alive somewhere, right? She's still alive, mm-hmm. and she would be the one to teach Vanita Green's daughter mm-hmm. all the stuff. So it's like, oh. just hearing Ronda Rousey say so, it. so basically, she's a blind Pai Mei. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I get it. So the fact that I'm hearing this is just... There's a, by the way, if you haven't seen Kill Bill, go press pause, co watch it, and then you'll get all the like, references that we like, just yeah, made. Buy the Blu ray immediately. Shame buy on you one if you and haven't two now. It. Top five films of all time. Shame on you if you have Involving swords, definitely. You know what? If I was a wrestler, my my finishing move would be the five-finger uh, oh. exploding heart technique. I was like, well, you, you can't be killing people in the ring, you know, if they take five shots. Shout steps. out to David Carradine, who played Bill, one of the greatest cinema villains of all time. May he rest in peace. And a legendary actor in his own right. Absolutely, yeah. Even though he was kind of like, you know, I got issues with him being in Kung Fu, but that's a whole other story. I mean, you know, I mean, I have issues with the guy they casted in, uh, you know, Iron Fist. Oh, dude, been Asian, I, but you know. But moving on. That's a whole different Always podcast. Movie choices. However, not to change the subject, but there are also some more rest in pieces to go around. Unfortunately, this past weekend. Yeah, man, yeah. and it came in three. Um, yes. It's really sad. You know, we had Joseph Peruzovic, also known as Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. He passed away at the age of 70 um, at his Maryland home after a recent hospital stay. You know, it's sad to hear about that. Even it's, hard, it's sad to be hear about anybody that's passing away, even even if it's someone in their seventies. Yeah. But then, more tragic was uh, Brian Christopher Lawler, you know Jerry King Lawler's son, who passed away. Yeah. Um, which seems like there's a lot of unclear information regarding it, um, because he died in in a jail cell, supposedly mm-hmm. by hanging. Yeah. Um, I believe that there is still an investigation that's in being done right now so there's not a lot of information that's going coming out about it uh and finally frederick seawright uh better known as brickhouse brown um another wrestler also passed away at the age of 57 and they all died in the same day different causes different ages yeah i mean i mean it's it's sad you know it's you know never want to hear anybody passing but wrestling does have a history with deaths that it does. Inappropriate times. Yeah, I mean, well, that, as they, everybody always says, you know, death comes in threes. But we Isn't never that ex- it, yeah, but we the, never usually not on the same day. Yeah, not on the same day, man. Like, I remember waking up and hearing about, uh, you know, uh, Nikolai Volkov, and it's like, well, I'm Nikolai Volkov. He, he was he, up there. He was up there. I yeah. mean, I never, like, I didn't grow up in his era, but I was very familiar with who he was. I grew up in his yeah. era. Like, dude. Nikolai Volkov was one of those great heels. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was like he's all time great, all time yeah. classic heel. Yeah, like anytime he would get on, get in the ring and try to recite the the, the yes. Russian national anthem, it was instant heat. Absolutely, especially when you had the Iron Sheik right next to him, just standing at attention next to him, mm-hmm. it, just to solidify like their union. It, yeah. it always, it was always a great. It always led to a great match, you exactly. know, because it, it got the crowd really into it. And then, um, you know, with uh, AKA Mr. Grandmaster Sexay, you know, 
Marcus Fulaller. Yeah. He was somebody that, you know what? He was always fun when he was in the ring. Our yeah. younger viewers will know him as Grandmaster Sexy. Yeah. Not always did we know him as Jerry Lawler's son. That's no, not no. something like, they always yeah. played up. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of people didn't never knew that. I mean, I didn't know until, like, way into his WWE run that he was uh, – the Jerry King's son. Jerry, yeah. Jerry the King's I, like, son. I mean, I, they always seem like they looked alike, but, like, I remember, like, you know, growing up in the Attitude Era watching girls, they always kind of make sly remarks. Like, yeah. they always kind of used to make sly remarks about like, it. Like, like the one that uh, we talked about last week with Bo Dallas saying that Curtis Axel was the, the brother, brother he never had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile they were taking on Bray Wyatt and, and Matt Hardy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was little jobs like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with... Him and Scotty Tuhasi and Rikishi would always dance at the end of their match. And, of course, it was always... Actually, they were, I would say, the new day of the Attitude Era, where they yeah, had that silliness. Yeah, you know silliness. what? Damn, that's a great. Yeah. yeah, they were. It was. It was light. It was silly. They would come out, dance. Children it was definitely for the kids. Yeah, yeah. without question. As soon as Scotty Tuhani would go to do that worm, children would lose their bloody yeah. minds. Like, right yeah, right like the pop for all of that was yeah. insane. So I remember my nephew Brandon that loving oh, that. Oh yeah, shit. mine yeah. too. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's you know it's sad that but yeah our younger viewers will know Scotty Tuhani. You and I being on the same era, the Bolsheviks. We know. Nikolai Volkov for oh, many yeah. years. It's like, yeah, it's sad, but unfortunately, this business has a sh- short self shelf life. I mean, funny, funny story about Nikolai Volkov that I, I've heard on um, multiple podcasts was that he was one of the cheapest dudes ever. So like when they would go on the road, he would like bring his own hot plate and cook his food in the room. But it was like some real like, you know, Baba down, Ganoush or something. Yeah, some 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 <laughs> shit from his homeland, and it would just stink up the entire hotel room floor. <laughs> But it was like it was like one of those things that, you know, a story that was told about him that I heard a while back that it was like an. But they said it was done in like an endearing quality. Like, come on, Nikolai, you know. But I mean, it's a shame. And it is. You know, shout out to Rikishi because I've seen some of the the tribute posts that he's mm-hmm. made for uh, Grandmaster Sexy, you know, on uh, Instagram, and you know, it really shows that you know they had a friendship and Scotty Tuhati, who also recently yes. uh, put something out for him as well. And, you know, I didn't really know much about Brickhouse Brown, but, you know, he was active early on um, in the 80s. Um, not really familiar, though, but, I mean, he was someone that was of note. You know, people did know who he was. I was like, yeah, I, b- I believe he was supposed to be, like, uh, the analog to, say, uh, JYD or Junkyard Dog. Yeah, exactly. He was kind of, like, in, 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 that, in that ilk, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm ashamed to actually say that I don't know much about him myself. I mean, I, I actually, he's like, I was wondering who he was. But, I mean, I'm actually, I want to discover who he is. I actually want to look up a few matches. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, like now, in, it's almost like, you know, you find out about somebody who he flew under the radar but was highly regarded. So now it's almost as if you kind of want to know, all right, so who's this person that everybody was, is, yeah. is showing love to? Mm-hmm. Now I want to go and go and Google some footage and see wh- who this dude was. Yeah, you know, because I, I, I really like like you said. Kind really of reminds me what you two were explaining when uh, Prince, legendary recording artist Prince, passed away. Mm-hmm. The next day, Purple Rain was the number one song on iTunes when it hadn't been on the charts in maybe twenty some odd years. Yeah. So it goes to say, like, people will now go, oh well, who is this guy? Let's go see. But, um, you know what's crazy? I was one of those people that was buying an album the see, very next day. Because yeah. the funny thing was, was that I was in Florida on vacation with Allison. And when I found out, I was like so bummed, but I wanted to hear Prince. And the yeah. only Prince album I had, it was on CD at home. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And I was in Florida. So I was like, you know what? 
How would it? I'm just going to buy the album. I just bought Purple Rain because that was just one of my favorite albums of all time. Just to show you the time we live in. Back in the day, you couldn't just call up something now with iTunes and so streaming. Like, yeah, you couldn't just like yeah, have instant access to that you album. See it. That's why iTunes is so dope. You oh, know? And all Apple products are really dope. Don't do this. I'm not doing this with you, Sonny. <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> shall we discuss the Monday Night Wrestling Program? What's the name of that program, Roger? I believe they call it Monday Night Raw. I love it when he says that, Sonny. Let's Jesus get raw. Christ. So it started off with your universal champion. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. My oh, because he's not my champion. Wait, not my champion. Oh, wait, he's Rogers, Mr. Yeah. I have oh, shares and stocks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He is he's your yours. champion. Sorry. My champion. Go defend no, your champion, sir. My, he's not my champion. Oh, he's hey, yours. Hey, you know what? He's yours because you have the stocks Mr. to prove. Like, AJ Styles is my champion. Oh, excuse us. I was like, well, I was like, me own, having ownership doesn't, necessarily inquire into me liking Brock Lesnar. I mean, that doesn't quite work that the way. I like that, a company. You know what? That's like saying, ways. that's like saying, you know, that drunk dude that's down the street may be my cousin, but he's not my family. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I, I can disassociate myself from anybody I, I choose to. Shout out to alcoholism, keeping families together for ages. Oh, for ages. <laughs> so, uh, Brock Lesnar was backstage reading a magazine while Roman Reigns basically tore him apart in the ring. And I quote, I am going to make Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns' bitch. Mind you, I have applied for that position many times on Career Builder. No callback, Sonny. But apparently he's going to let Brock Lesnar do it this SummerSlam. Hmm. Go figure. <laughs> I have no comment for I'm that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, so wait, hold up. You, all right, so... Before we continue, mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to understand this process that you're doing this on. What's that? So you're basically going to Career Builder. Yes. And under positions that yes. you're searching for, you're yes. writing in Roman Ro- Reigns' bitch. Bitch. Yes. Apostrophe S. Yes. Okay. And then, so my my follow up question is, what qualifications are you listing? Well, funny you should <laughs> ask that. Funny you should ask that. But that's a separate part. I don't think it's just typing. It's just L.A. filing. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, I've yet to get a call back. But in any event, um, Brock Lesnar was backstage reading quite a few many magazines, according to the memes on the Yen page. Oh, my God. (laughs) He was reading Playboy's, Sable's edition of Playboy. Yeah. He was was reading Teen Magazine. Teen Beat. (laughs) Justin Justin Bieber. uh, Yeah. He was reading Latina Magazine. Oh, my. Uh, Ebony. He was very well. He's got to keep up with the black community. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, wait till you see what the next set of uh, magazines that he was reading comes out. You know, I'm pretty sure you, everyone will be enjoying that. So, like, nah, uh, nah. if you want to know what magazines Brock Lesnar was reading at Raw, go to our Instagram account at YEPILW. You'll see all the magazines he was reading. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I th- I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy very it. Well read. Mm. My question is this, and I'm going to turn to Mr. WWE to my left. Um, your Universal Champion doesn't watch Raw? Interesting that he would say, "What are you do? What are you asking me, Paul? I don't I mean, watch the show. Why would I watch the show?" He said it. I mean, but dude, it, it's not like he's there anyway. So why would he like, watch yeah, it? I mean, either? if I could just show up to my job to collect a two hundred thousand dollar paycheck for a couple of hours, I I do that in a heartbeat. Would never, you not? I've, would you not, Sonny? First of all, I am paid Here, hundreds I'll, of pennies for this podcast, and I show up every week. Yes, hi, but I still show I want to see those pennies. <laughs> well, so do I, Sonny. Well, this week it will be tens of pennies. Oh, Jesus. The check bounced higher than Jeff Hardy, but that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't watch the show, and he just basically said it. So he basically spit in the face of all WWE fans. But 
I mean, it was a great way to get heat. Here's a piece of trivia for you. Back in the day when Eric Bischoff was the Raw general manager, do you remember he went to Linda McMahon's house to physically, you know, get under Vince McMahon's skin? He knocked on Linda's door and then he grabbed her and kissed her. Do you all remember that episode by any chance? Linda McMahon didn't watch fucking Raw because she had CNN on TV. (laughs) Son of a bitch! The CEO's wife doesn't even watch Raw, and now the champion doesn't watch it either. Now that's a now that's a a Raw callback. Yeah, that's where my mind goes. So I am just completely offended that Brock doesn't care. At at the same time, she is the secretary of small business in the cabinet. So I mean, but but at the time, she was the CEO. Yeah, that's actually kind of that's actually kind of funny. I I have to run business. it just you have to run, me, oh, you shit, have to run business that. and watch the show? I, I don't, Come on. I don't know. I, I don't know. But watch anywho, the product that you promote. Thank you. <laughs> but anywho, then uh, he proceeded to bitch out Paul Heyman. How would you all feel about that? I enjoyed it. I right, well, it yeah, it was, it, was, it was cute. I mean, Roman Reigns is finally finding his placement on the mic, which is a very good thing. Thank you. I've been Finally. working with him. Thank you. Yeah, thank you uh, that, but. I love the part where Brock broke uh, Paul's iPhone. I, I particularly enjoy that part, Sonny. Just I so you know. know. Apple making shoddy products? Yes. Shoddy. How do you know it was an iPhone? Because it looked like no, it broke easily. No, That's no, how no, I know no, it was no, an no. iPhone. You can always tell by I, the I shadow think, of the screen. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, it was a, I think it was a Samsung. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm not doing this with you, Sonny. <laughs> Speaking of things I'm not doing, but I'd like to, Baron Corbin took on... Finn Balor, I am all for it. What about you, boys? Um, I'm, I'm tired of seeing them fight. What? I am so tired of seeing that match. What? I, I actually no. Nah, you know what? I wasn't I wasn't mad at the fight. I thought it was a it was a good match. Um, it's Finn's character. I'm just kind of like trying to figure out. Um, so what are they really doing with him? Because it it kind of feels a little bit like they're treading water. Mm, like, they, like they don't know what they're doing with him. Yeah. It. it if, I mean, it really feels like. Either they have no fucking clue, or it's a um, they're taking their time to get to a certain point. Eventually, you know, um, it takes me back to to the whole thing with Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Yes, when they came out, they were doing a lot of silly shit, and I felt like they were just treading water, waiting to get to a certain point in order to do what they intended to be doing. That's what I feel like they're doing with Finn Balor. They did a whole thing to get to Balor Club, and it feels like it's gotten stalled. It's 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 in neutral right now. Um, they haven't really progressed, you know, the Balor Club in the in the sense that making it all encompassing in other ways. Yep. You know, they're just doing the uh, the rainbow tees and, and shit gay pride gimmick. Say it, Sonny. Say it. I'm not saying it because I. I'll th- say it. Because <laughs> my lawyer, Ellen DeGeneres, says I can say it. <laughs> and I'm going to say it. You see, I did it. Again, this is to reiterate something that we discussed on the past podcast. I didn't have a problem with them doing the, the gay pride t-shirts. Shitty gay pride gimmick, Sonny. Say it. Say it. No, it's, it's not that because it was, it was to donate money to, to GLAD. I thought that was actually a good cause if they were going to continue doing it for other causes to make Balor Club an all-encompassing thing. So doing it for autism and for other, you know, like uh, for cancer and and other forms of of charities. But, yeah, it's – but you know what? Your boyfriend Balor is kind of playing it up, though. Because I did – 
post in the Yep I Like Wrestling group a picture of Finn Balor in front of a beach house that was beach house. <laughs> that was done in the colors of the rainbow uh-huh. and with him smiling right in front of it. So uh-huh. like, you know, he's doing it. He's not. I mean, if he wants Balor Club to be all inclusive, or does he want Balor Club to be all about? The LGBTQ community. I, I mean, well, I remember uh, hearing rumors that Stephanie McMahon, like maybe a couple years ago, she wanted to actually like started like pushing like the a- the first actually gay wrestler on the product. I mean, I, I can imagine <laughs> that conversation went very far for either uh, Trips or Vince, but I mean, I, I did hear that idea was or put Darren out. Or Darren Young, you <laughs> know. <laughs> Well, well, the actual gay wrestler <laughs> that <laughs> was on, on there Shout that is no longer Darren with us Young. in uh, the Shout WWE. Shout out to Darren Young. He works at Forever 21. Speaking of 21-year-old women, Alicia Fox took on Natalia, and the best part of that match was her new weave. It looked good, Sonny. Oh, wait, hold on a second. You said 21. How old is Alicia Fox? Oh, she, she ain't 21, dude. Uh, she's nah. probably close to 30 by, by now. Well, that good black 30? Good black don't crack. Probably close know. to 30. She's, nah, she's up there a little bit more, man. Let me ask. Let me ask Google about this. Google Google. Victoria Crawford. <laughs> is that a real name? That's a real name. Oh yes. shit! How old is Alicia Fox? Fitness boy. Alicia Fox is thirty-two years old. Oh. Oh wow. shit! Thirty-two years old. Sonny. Thank you, Alexa. So apparently, Alicia. No, no, Fox, don't you speak that way to Google. Alicia Fox is thirty-two years old, and her weave is seventeen. So yeah, I'm very proud of her. Very proud of her. <laughs> In horse years. N- Natalia, on the other hand, is doesn't look a day over fifty-six. Oh, I, 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 I can't, man! I, can't. I was like, you know, I, I will thoughts not, and opinions I, of Teddy. Oh, come on! I will not, not tolerate this, uh, like this slander of a heart anymore. Oh, she's actually quite thick. She actually looks very good. To me. Yeah, actually, she does. She's, yeah, she's that yo. Oh, so like, in I'm the, just in, saying, Owen Hart looks better, but that's my own personal Dude, oh, the thoughts and opinions of Teddy oh, do not represent. Yep, I like wrestling at all. I was like, you know what, you know what, Teddy? He's like, you're, you're a really awesome guy, but I'm going to discount your opinion just this one time. Oh, just this once. Just, just this just once. This one. Meanwhile, yeah, just I this can't once. get a text back from this one just this one time, please. <laughs> anyway, moving on to things that suck. Elias <laughs> called out Bobby Lashley, and I made a sandwich for 42 minutes thereafter. Actually, you know what? I actually like that segment. I was I was enjoying it. You are such an Elias, Mark. I can't stand it anymore. When like will you admit he's something? got an album? He's got a documentary. When will your hate it's, stop? It's, it's it's like a doc. It's like a documentary along the lines of uh, Best in Show. Uh, oh, that a mockumentary. It's a, it's a mockumentary. Oh, it's a fake okay. documentary. Okay. Where like he's going into he's like he showed up at some record label and like um, he's like oh I'm here to record and they're like who are you? <laughs> you know it's I mean it's it's. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an Elias fan, and I'm still walking with Elias. So I see. And you know who else I'm walking with? I'm also walking with Ronda, who you oh, so conveniently forgot to mention, even though we talked about her at the top of the show, Please. who was there at the, with, for the Alicia Fox and Natalia match. Yeah, we didn't talk about the roster at all. With her one outfit, what could we possibly have to say anymore? Like she doesn't need more than one outfit. Oh, okay. Not really. Wow. I mean, she's, oh, she's, oh, okay. I'm outnumbered. Okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah. She's good. Oh, oh, is she? Oh, yeah. interesting. Mm, okay. Well, just so you know, she's going to be out for illnesses soon. Yeah, Jesus. Well, what's that supposed to be? There's a rumor going around she has Nositol, so she may be out for some time. Just so you know. What's Nositol? No ass at all. So, oh, yeah, shit. There you go. So when that happens, Sonny, just be careful. Yeah, Damn. Uh, fun fact about Ronda Rousey. The Rousey's thoughts and opinions <laughs> of Teddy do not you represent. You just claim an <laughs> observation. Does not represent Yep, I like wrestling. 
What were you going to say, Roger? I, I was actually going to say that uh, Ronda Rousey is actually part Trinidadian. Not the, not the bottom part. I was like, well, it's mostly European countries that she's mostly mm-hmm. made from. Let me actually ask Google about what Ronda uh, Rousey's mixed with. According to Wikipedia, Ronda Jean Rousey is an American professional wrestler. Oh, okay. That's all general information. Okay. But uh, we'll look that up. Can you, can you remind me to look that up later? Yeah, uh, yeah I'll get right okay. off that. I'll yeah. be sure Thank to you. remind you to look up. Yeah, write that shit down. Right, yeah, I'll be sure. Right here I go. Right there. Right. Anywho, Apollo Crews took on one half of the AOP. Sonny, guess what happened at my house when that match took place? Go ahead. Sandwich? Mm. No, I do not make sandwiches <laughs> during the AOP match. What's wrong with you? No. Oh, you just want to be sandwiched. No. There we go, Sonny. <laughs> there we go. Shout out to the AOP. All right. Now, I don't think he's talking about Boar's Head. <laughs> but he's definitely about some type of head. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank anyway. you, AOP. And thank you, Dana Brooke. Yeah, she was bouncing to the ring, and you know that always tickles me. So let me make a comment about Dana Brooke. Ah, please do. Dana Brooke was looking exquisite. Mm-hmm. I will agree with you, Sonny. And, looking her brookiest. And, <laughs> and quite, quite honestly, I was quite impressed. Has she moved up on your wives list yet? Not sure, but she could definitely be moving up on another list. Oh, <laughs> my oh boy. goodness. Nice. Hashtag me too. I was like, <laughs> I mean, if, I, if I could get over the voice, she might be worth something. <laughs> but uh, everything else is just quite just play quite, st- quite amazing. You know what, dude? Just play the stereo loud. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. And if it wasn't true, I'd be mad at what you just said. <laughs> Anywho, Seth Rollins took Well, wait, hold on. You forgot about Jinder Mahal and Braun Strowman. Did I? Yeah. Did <laughs> I? You're just going to go skipping did right I? past that. Did I really? Yeah, I? I think you did. Ah, whatever. Jinder Mahal beat, air quote, Braun Strowman. Yeah, but it was by Kano. And it's the mm-hmm. first. But see, okay, this is my problem with that. Why tease that aspect of. I mean, well, then again, I guess it does make sense because they're teasing what can possibly happen at SummerSlam mm-hmm. for him to lose the title. You know what? It's going to be really interesting what happens in that match, I think, once we get to SummerSlam. Speaking of SummerSlam, we're doing a viewing party at Legends. What? Yes, we're doing a SummerSlam viewing party on Sunday, August 19th at Legends, and doors are opening at 5, so make sure you get there early, as well as on Saturday beginning at 7 p.m., we're doing an NXT viewing party as well. What? Yes. Will Ricochet be on the screen, Sonny? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. So we're doing stuff both days. Plus, we're going to be out at Barclays early in the day filming some Yep on the Street. So make sure you... Yes, you're working for many of ours. My show is coming back. Oh, Sonny. So we're going to be out there. Teddy's going to be out there. Teddy's Fur Hat's going to be out there. And a bunch of the... Uh, Shout out to Heat Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> as well as uh, Roger and I believe uh, the Glamazon and a few other people will be out there. So we're going to have a good time just hanging out in the street filming. The biggest party of the summer. Exactly. As they say. <laughs> exactly. Continuing on with the Monday night program, Seth Rollins took on... Drew McIntyre, The Revival took on Matt Hardy and Bray, Sasha took on Bailey. Combined, I am still not interested in all three of those matches. What about you, gentlemen? Uh, correction, uh, Sasha and Bailey took on the Riot Squad. Really? Yeah. 
Are you sure? <laughs> okay, so... Because I distinctly saw those two and I got nauseous. So I assumed that they were fighting each other when I saw them. The, the funny thing is that they came out looking in basically... Um, matching gear. Yeah, matching mm-hmm. gear. And they're the boss and hug connection. Let's be honest. Oh, no. so I, I've seen this Let's before. Be I'm, I'm waiting for the official final swerve now because yeah. Yeah. if you guys remember the way the Rockers broke up, it was kind of like this back and forth. Oh. Really, or won't they be together? And yeah. then they're together now. And then someone gets super kicked through a plate glass window. Shout yeah. out to Marty Janetti, who works at 7-Eleven. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he probably reeks of alcohol while trying to figure oh, out if his yo, wife is Yo, those are the thoughts and opinions oh, yeah. of Roger, and they do not represent. Yep, I like wrestling. We do I not was talk like, like look, I, I've met the man. I have a picture of the man. I smelled alcohol. Here on him. we go. This is all 100% factual. So Name moving dropping. on. Those, <laughs> those are your opinions? <laughs> no, those are my opinions. Yes, those are the opinions of Roger Adams. Yes. And I not like to emphasize yet, and, that. And not yep, I like wrestling. Um, so to end the program. Brock Lesnar beat up everyone, basically. Beat up Kurt Angle, Paul Heyman, the what? ring announcer. I mean, I'd like to beat the person. Oh, he didn't beat the ring announcer. <laughs> he didn't beat up JoJo. Oh, no. Oh. He couldn't beat up JoJo. Shout out to JoJo. And that booty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What was that last part? And that booty. We don't speak like that on this podcast, sir. Uh, that's ridiculous. We do not speak like that on this podcast. Well, wh- on where are air. the cameras, Sonny? <laughs> on air. Where are the cameras? <laughs> I will say this. I believe that Vince is hearing all the disapproval people have with their champion. And he's trying to make things a bit more interesting by having Brock show up, do the cheap heat, yeah. attacking Paul Heyman, attacking Chris. So he's basically trying his best. He's listening. He knows that we are unhappy with But it, But here's the thing, man. And I go back to this over and over again. Wrestling is about antagonizing your crowd as much as entertaining your crowd. Brock Lesnar is under contract. Brock Lesnar could be at more shows. Brock Lesnar is not at more shows because he's not booked. So it's like, I get it, people are mad, but I'm personally not mad at Brock. I'm actually just disappointed in the booking, but then now I think about it, their booking is pretty on point because it's got everybody riled up like, yo, what the fuck? There's no universal champion here. What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, well, the official rumor is that uh, Brock Lesnar is getting paid $200,000 per television appearance. Was that in, your, in the, uh, in the uh, stock portfolio for the stockholders? Uh, of course that was in the stock portfolio. That's why I said official rumor. Oh, okay. I, I mean, well, if, if I have a contract that says I get $200,000 per appearance, I mean, what, you going to turn that down? Are you, are you turning that down? Are, are you turning that down? No? Nah. Yes? Oh, okay, then. Uh, you may have a point. I mean, so, I mean, he has the deal that everybody wants, but no one can get. But, of course, everyone's going to be upset because they're not seeing their champion. I mean, I personally believe the champion shouldn't be on TV every week, but this is ridiculous at this point. I'm not mad at it. Because I'm looking at the grand scheme of things, and Kevin Owens is walking out of SummerSlam as the oh, Universal Champion. God. Kevin Owens? Yes, Kevin Owens. Yuck. Kevin Owens is walking out as Universal Champion. I'm pretty sure of it. My money's on Braun Strowman. Uh, Braun Strowman's match with Kevin Owens is that he could is that Kevin Owens could win the Money in the Bank briefcase either by countout or disqualification. You know what? I I still think that's a throw us off the scent of the cash in. That's a perfect way to do it. Will he or won't he win? We're not thinking about the other thing that could happen. All I know is I'm over it. It's time for the belt to change hands. 
Shall we move on to SmackDown? Uh, yes, and I want to l- say with total confidence and total love and, and total support, Mella is money. Oh, God, Sonny. Dude, that promo she cut, and, and, and for that matter, actually, Becky starting it off and then going into Mella. Dude, Mella killed it, and she did a great job. And she showed the reason why she's still with the company. And unfortunately, Enzo, well, I think Enzo would have been with the company, too, if it had not been for that whole situation that happened. Oh, no, Shout I, out to I, I, I still don't think so, actually. They're just waiting on something for him to get rid of him. I, I can't imagine Vince and Triple nah, H writing all that Enzo, much. Maybe Enzo, Vince. Was, Enzo was entertaining. It's just that Kaz was not, you know. Yeah. Oh, shout out and to he Big was kind of Kaz. rude. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Allegedly. We, yeah. Allegedly, he was, he was an asshole. But... It's just that on the entertainment value, you know, Enzo will probably still be there. But Mel is showing that she's, she belongs there. Who would have guessed she was the breakout star of those three? Yeah. Not me. Not me. I mean, it was still a huge mistake breaking those two apart. Huge mistake. There was still money in there, but uh, yeah. My money is not on Carmella. My money is. My, I'm, I'm, actually, no. I'm actually feeling way better about her than I ever did before. Yeah. No, dude, she that opening was was awesome. She, Sunny, she did a thing. Stop it. Alright. <laughs> Show of hands. Who is happy that Charlotte is back? I'm kind of happy. Uh something's definitely up. Oh, Sunny. I mean my hand. My hand is up. My ah, hand. good save. Yeah, no, my hand is up. Good save. Yeah, yeah. Uh no, I'm actually really happy that she's back because that means we're gonna get some incredible uh matches out of her and whoever she's in the ring with. Because I think she's amazing in the ring. And, and, and anytime she's in the ring with somebody, she's always killing it with, with whoever her opponent is. Um, Show of hands, who's happy that the bar is back? And by bar, Sonny, we're talking about Sheamus and Cesaro. Oh, oh. Yeah. So oh. Put your hand down. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they're, that they're making TV money again. And, uh, yeah. Uh, who's happy that the Usos lost? I am. You know what? We don't do that here. Uh, I was like, share opinions about, oh, true opinions, I should say. I mean, you, you forget I've actually met them. I've seen the cold look in their eyes. Here we go again with the name like, dropping. Like, I, like I'm saying, like I paid good money for my SummerSlam package that year. <laughs> I would pay good money for the Usos package as well. However, we don't badmouth them on this podcast. Like, I mean, after that look in their eye, I couldn't finish my Intercontinental breakfast that day. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus. Man. Speaking of cold, dead eyes, Samoa Joe, uh, <laughs> who is who is basically a scary human being. Uh, yeah, he sent a message to AJ Styles, another champion who's had his belt way too long. All right, so that promo was like some real vicious shit. Oh, he's scary, especially if you know AJ Styles, he's like anything about like the real life of AJ Styles. Yeah, but it was just, but that shit was like really like I, like. I'm, I, w- I was watching it, and I literally cringed because I was like, ooh, damn. Mm. Like, that's just, just sounding real, like, inside, like, yeah, I'm bringing out some real shit. It's like, yeah. It's like, like we don't talk about this every Thursday or, or, yeah. or something, you know? Yeah, nah, that shit was deep, man. I was just like, wow. Was like, I'm actually yeah. looking forward to that match even more now, and I was already looking forward to that match. I, I want to see what AJ's going to say about, well, the, the match is going to be insane. You know I what? think we know that. I think the best thing would be for AJ not to say anything. And just come to the ring and just fuck up Samoa Joe. <laughs> like next week, he just comes to the ring, no gloves, no nothing, just t-shirt and jeans, and he just beats the shit out of him. And I think that would be that would be just like 
the perfect way to make that match get a little bit more uh, attention. Because, like, oh, shit, that shit wasn't a work. That shit was a shoot. You know, I think that would make that work so well. Um, and then something that's not really working so well, because I'm not sure what to make of it. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton both attack Jeff Hardy. Oh my God! Haven't you wanted to attack Jeff Hardy at least once? We don't do that here. We don't talk badly about Jeff Hardy. I want Jeff Hardy. Meanwhile, you talk about him being high as giraffe pussy. It's like, yeah, he say it with love. Well, yeah, he was in a match with Sting, and like Sting was just like, nah, we're not doing this. Shout out to WWE's documentary. Good stuff. Yeah. If you haven't watched shout, it. Shout out to TNA for allowing a man to work uh, fucked up. <laughs> shout out to Dixie Gossett. Yeah, that, um, that documentary okay. on the Hardys was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. Um, okay, so Randy Orton and Shisuke Nakamura put on what I would say was the sexiest promo I've seen in a while. <laughs> I mean, Shisuke got so close to Randy Orton, I was like, whoa, what is going to happen here? It was very fun to watch. And then to watch Randy Orton bathe Jeff Hardy, I've waited 38 years to see this on WWE programming. It was just the most beautiful, touching thing I've ever seen right. on SmackDown. Now, to put that in a more accurate way, he was actually trying to scrub off the paint off of um, uh, his face. He was bathing Jeff Hardy. Don't ruin my fantasies here, Roger. He was bathing the man on live TV. Am I wrong, Sonny? Uh, yeah, you're wrong. So, okay. Did he not wipe the makeup off his face with a rag? I mean, well, yeah, because hey, that's well, one that, of the, you, you, you need a rough cloth to you need a rough cloth to actually take that paint off. It's water soluble, after all. Meanwhile, you two were just creaming your pants over, you know, Carmella and Charlotte. But just let me have this, please. Can I have this? I was like, yeah. well, I, I'm not remembering things no, that didn't no, happen. How about this? Have it in private. Jesus. <laughs> yes, I think that's fair. In any event, it was a little creepy, and most creepy things turn me on. Speaking of surprise, creepy things, surprise. Zelina Vega took on Lana. Now that was creepy. That was creepy to me. Yeah, it was. It was. It was interesting. Yeah. Um, interesting. That doesn't always mean good. No. Not um, it was like, too what? soon. My my thoughts off the top of my head regarding them in the ring. I like Zelina Vega better in the ring than I do Lana. That's for sure. That doesn't say much. She has experience, of course. I mean. Yeah, but you know what? It was. It was something that I was looking about. Uh, something that I was looking at. In regards to Lana, she is she doesn't have a natural fluidity in the ring that makes it that she basically just kind of looks clunky. So, which is odd because wasn't she a dancer? Let's yeah, just, that's is the she thing. in three movies talenting her like, dancing ability? Like, dude, she's like I've seen her in the past where she looks more fluid. She doesn't look fluid. It was like, yo, was, what happened to her? She she was more inflated than she that she showed herself to be on this past uh, Tuesday. I don't know. Maybe she was on autopilot, though. Maybe she was expecting uh, Selena Vega to uh, protect her a bit. Or maybe that that little extra weave that she has on top of her head was a little too tight. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Teddy was right in saying Lana is not a good in-ring competitor and should be a manager. I, I am the general manager. I'm right. Oh, Hello? God. Go ahead. Agree with me. It won't hurt, Sonny. Go anyway, ahead. But Selena Vega still was... Pretty dope in the ring. Oh no, she's okay. excellent. Here's my problem. Last week, Zelina Vega was a uh, business manager. 
should she not have wrestled as a business manager? It's like there was no buildup. It's like this week you're a business manager. Now this week you're a wrestler. No, yeah, but that's on the book. That's on the booking side. There was zero buildup to that. They could have stretched this out to the point of by SummerSlam, we would have wanted to see Lana take off Zelina. But you know, you wouldn't want to see that match. But you know what? I think that's what what that is. Is that they're focusing? They're doing what they're doing more to more for the Lana, Aiden English. Uh, Rusev storyline mm-hmm. than for uh, Zelina Vega and and C.A. Namo, um Andrade. Who, that, by the way, looks so good in a suit. You have no idea how good he looks, Sonny. Okay. All right. So um, yeah. So but that but that's that's where the problem lies. It's it's like they focused more on one as one one set of the wrestlers involved and not the other. And it was like I think there's more. To, we, we're gonna. There's going to be a lot more for us to see with uh, Zelina Vega and, and Cien um, Andrade that we're going to enjoy. Um, so, moving on, The Miz and Daniel Bryan had a jaw-dropping exchange oh, of words. God, please. I've seen better jaws drop at a frat house. That <laughs> segment sucked. <laughs> Why? Why did it suck? How many times have we seen it? Well... Yes. To be totally honest, I did not see it. Oh, I, look at you. I got caught up in uh, um, alcoholism. Say it, Sonny. <laughs> Say it. I got distracted. Uh-huh. And I wasn't able to finish. <laughs> don't you hate it when that happens, guys? Oh, yes. When yes, you yes. can't finish, don't you hate that? <laughs> not that I've ever had it happen, but I've heard. <laughs> Usually from behind. Anywho, God, it. yeah, you see what I did there? I freaking that's hate journalism. You. you haven't been here in a mile, but that's called journalism. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's not uh, yellow journalism. <laughs> oh, yes, it was yellow. Shout out to Martha Stewart Sheets. So Charlotte, Yo! Yellow, so you see what I did there? I just incorporated something, Sonny. Jesus. That's what you call branding. Pay attention. <laughs> um, Charlotte Flair Jesus. defeated Carmella, adding herself to a three-way dance. Come SummerSlam, I'm here for that. I bet you are. <laughs> I, was like, I just bet you are. Well, my, my, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Carmella and Becky rolling around like two pigs in slop. Yeah, I bet you're here for it. What do you have to say? I was like, am I the only person that hasn't been impressed uh, with? That uh, hasn't really been impressed with the last kicker all that much. Like, yeah, yeah, you and I both. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Who thought it was going to actually be just Becky Lynch and? Carmella in, I mean, in, in, in for what for a match. I mean, at SummerSlam, it's a pretty boring. SummerSlam yeah, match. nah. I mean, we yeah. knew somebody else was going to be added. Honestly, I was just wondering what happened to Oscar because she has. She's I don't, hiding her face in shame, Sonny. That's what it's called. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was like, maybe they don't have anything for her at this moment. Creative has nothing for you. Oh, oh God. shout out to being future endeavored. Oh God, Zack Ryder, they're coming for you. I was like, they have to make room for Kyrie Sane on the main roster. Oh. Can't have two Japanese women. Shout out to Asian. Is it Kyrie Sane? Is, is it Kyrie Sane Chinese? No, she's Japanese. Is she? Yeah. Oh, okay. Same difference. No, Anywho, yeah. So, do you think Charlotte's taking the belt? Um, uh, I think no, actually, I don't. No, nope. no, I think uh, Carmel's gonna stay with it. Mm-hmm. I think one of two things can happen. Much like syphilis. What's that, Roger? Oh, God. I, the views and opinions expressed by Teddy are his and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Yabba Like Wrestling. Now, like I was saying, I think there's one of two ways that this uh, could happen. I think Charlotte Flair could win her umpteenth uh, SmackDown championship, mm-hmm. or I think Becky. In kind of like a shade of like, say, Triple H versus Shawn Michaels versus uh, the uh, unmentionable. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think that could happen too. Uh, everyone's paying attention. These two, and then like Becky takes the whole thing. But I still, I wouldn't put the belt on Becky. Not now. And the immortal words of uh, someone else that would like to whisper it from time to time. <laughs> Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to say that name here, but I don't care who takes the belt as long as it's taken off Carmella. Although if there was ever a body who needed a belt. That would be the body. Jesus but yeah, Christ. I mean, again, on, hold up. The views and opinions expressed by Teddy are his and do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the Apollo Wrestling. I'm just saying, we have better champions in our stable. That's all I'm going to say. I would be happy if Charlotte got the belt back. I am always happy with a flair, takes a belt. I'm also happy. Shout out to Ric Flair who posted him. Benching some major league iron at the gym. Go ahead, Rick. I was like, oh, this man was almost dead in the hospital yes. a few short months ago. Yo, that's the craziest thing. Like, I remember seeing your post about that, and I'm like, wait a minute. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, there was a time when, you know, not too long ago, we were thinking he would have been pushing up daisies, not weights. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to his T-shirt, and it says, and I quote, I ain't dead yet, motherfuckers. I almost want to buy that shirt. I was like, man, it's like that. I want to buy at least two or three other shirts from his uh, shop. I already have one. I, I want to buy that shirt, too, that says, you know, I ain't dead yet, motherfuckers, but then I'm a, I feel like I'm going to have some people wishing for me to be dead. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so shout out to Tara. I was like, no. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was thinking of other people. <laughs> shout oh, out boy. to the ex-wife. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Ooh. exes everywhere. <laughs> Do you have an ex that you I, that you're afraid of? Like I'm, I'm not of afraid of her. It's just like you know, it was just a lot of time that was uh, wasted, unfortunately. No, don't you hate it when that happens? Oh yes, oh yes, I do. So, is there any other wrestlers that have passed on that you miss? I know personally, Roddy Piper's anniversary was just you know passed. Hey, I do miss Roddy Piper because he put on some damn good TV. Roddy Piper on the mic, it was just, you never knew what he was going to say, but it was always electrifying. Well, it was because just when you thought you had all the answers, he changed the question. Good callback, Sonny. Good callback to the 60s. Do you see how old he is, Roger? Anywho, but I mean, when when we were all kids, we understood bad guy versus good guy. Yeah. But wasn't Roddy Piper the first bad guy that you kind of liked? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, oh, like yeah. I really, you I was, really hated him or you, you just kind of dug him? It was like I hated that I had to root against him. Yeah. That was like my thing. I just hated that I had to root against him. I, Roddy Piper was the man. Yeah, he yeah. was smacking people with coconuts in one yes. Oh, shout yeah. out Crazy to Jimmy Snuka. You know what was the funny? At Jimmy WrestleMania 2, I actually wanted to root for him against, uh, against uh, Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anyone you miss, Sonny, that has passed on? Uh, you know what? Um, first person that comes to mind is actually Owen Hart uh. because, cause, you know, I've, been, I've dipped in and out of watching. And when I got back into it around that time in the early portion of the Attitude Era, he was doing stuff, but it wasn't like I got a chance to watch a lot of it live. The Blue Blazer gimmick? Yeah, it was like the Blue Blazer. Like, I got into watching right after he broke Steve Austin's neck. Oh damn! So it was yes, like a little, like a like a little while after that. Shout out to the rattlesnake. Yeah, it was like it was a little while after that. That's when I got into watching again. So then you know, fast forward about what like a year or two years. That was when he passed. So I didn't get a chance to actually enjoy any of his stuff in the present. So I mean, that's somebody that I would have loved to have been able to experience live, seeing his stuff more. Another person. That I wish was still around that we never got a chance that I never really got a chance to get into. Brian Pillman is somebody I would have liked to oh, get into. The loose cannon. So like, yeah, I, I feel like he was way ahead of his time in yeah. regards to anything he did, like in ECW and WWF at the time. 
Like it, he was doing some really crazy stuff, and I, I really wish you know we had more of that energy now. Absolutely. But he, his son is actually uh, going to make his uh, TV debut oh, uh, no in way. the ring. Oh, yeah. wow. Look at that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So, yeah, I just heard about that uh, a few days ago myself. You know, somebody else I, I actually would uh, wish was still around because he started to hit his stride right before he died, um, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, oh, shout yeah. out That's to Latino Heat. Yeah, because, I mean, he was always great, you know, because I remember when he was in the Cruiserweight division on WCW, and he was killing it there. But he was just, like, in a different in a different era when he was in WWE. And I think he was actually, if I remember reading somewhere, he was actually primed to have another title run right around the time that uh, it was being discussed, that right around the time he died, mm-hmm. that they were thinking about putting the, the belt back on him. So it's kind of a shame, you know. Speaking of our wrestlers who've passed, my favorite Eddie Guerrero time was his time with uh, Mamacita, China. Yeah. Oh, funny shit. Funny, like, funny That shit. was all great material. Yeah, it was. All of that. Is there anyone you miss, Roger Darling? Um, on my side, uh, definitely uh, Luna Vachon, actually. Oh, oh shout wow. out to the buzzsaw, Luna. Like, yeah, she was someone that I think, as a, especially as a female wrestler, was truly one of a kind. Yeah. Uh, she, was, she came from a wrestling family, the Vachon family, who Vachon. strongly did not want her to wrestle. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Shout out then, to Mad Dog Vachon. Yeah, and then she comes out. And, well, I, I'm not too familiar for a pre-WWF career, but I remember she used to manage Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, and, she, yeah. you know, he had the mohawk with, like, the tattoos. Uh, it's like, oh, man. Like, and Gold then she, she basically, yeah. Gold, Gold us. us. He can't forget that. Us, yes. She basically taught. She basically taught um, Sable to wrestle. Absolutely. That, yeah, now yeah. that is how you build up a women's feud. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Pay attention, Zelina and Lana. That's how a women's feud is built up. You know. Like, you know what? Speaking of the women, um, it's like I would want to say China, but at the same time, I don't know if China still being with us now would have resulted in her coming back. I mean, I'm not saying I don't want her to come back, you know, if she's going to, you know. Well, you can just say you miss her. Yeah, That's no, it's, it's just, just, it's just like her. it would have been interesting to see if, uh, you know, her coming back now, you know, given the state of the women in wrestling and, their, and what they have to do. Could you imagine this year at the Royal Rumble if number 30 music hit oh and China God. had come out? Instead of Trish, no offense Ooh. to Stratisfaction, if China was still with us and that 30 spot, China's music, don't treat me like a woman, man. Everyone would have went I, crazy. I, I mean, for booking purposes, it would have meant that Trish was coming out early, which I would have been happy with also. One thing that I was a little disappointed was that Trish and Lita weren't in the ring at the same time. True that. Yeah. That's so, true. you know, that would have been pretty dope. But, uh, yeah, if she would have showed up at the very end, that should have been dope, dude. Because oh it would have meant Triple H and... Stephanie's feud had been sort of put to rest. Yeah. yeah. We would have got to see China one more time. It would have been, and no one would have expected, and that's what the Royal Rumble was yeah. about. It's like, like, yeah, man. It's like that, that old phrase anything could happen in the WWE. See, talking about the women. Um, Hashtag Vince. <laughs> shout out to Vinnie Mac. Uh, talking about Luna Vachon, you might as well just throw in Sensational Sherry, another oh, of the great oh, women. Oh, man. You will oh. never and, and she was the she was one of the greatest at either managing yes. or even being in the ring. And, yes. and, and she have a match of a guy, no problem, no yeah. question. But that was her real personality. I've heard stories where she clocked a few guys backstage for trying to get a bit uh, handsy, if yeah. you will. Oh, no, it's like, so, yeah. Especially back in the day as a woman, especially yeah. you know being a woman's wrestler, you, you, had, you to, had to check you people. You had to be. You had but, to. Um, well, yo, shout out to 
Mae Young because she was someone that. Oh yes, that, that's that, true. If you go back to listen to our uh, interview with Mark Henry, Mark Henry actually tells a story about uh, Mae Young and what she did to somebody who was trying to fuck with her. Yep. And you had to be tough back in the day, but yeah, yeah. I, I anything Mae Young did was entertaining. Oh yeah. Um, when I was a kid. Again, you hated Sensational Sherry, but she did some things where you were like, wow, did she just come off the top rope in an evening gown? Yeah. And again, pay attention, Zelina Vega and Lana. Her feud with Miss Elizabeth, very rarely did they have any physical altercations, but that buildup was epic because you knew when Elizabeth got her hands on her, and Elizabeth was not a wrestler back in the 80s. She was not. She did some in the WCW ages, but when she got her hands on Sherry, the crowd would go crazy because the buildup was epic so i would miss elizabeth and sensational sherry just like that i agree good times good times gentlemen well sonny this has been fun but my uber is downstairs and where's your uber taking you it's taking me to d-town and that's my last joke i promise sonny god take us home thank you for joining us for episode 32 of the yep i like wrestling podcast 32 32 whole episodes you see god we're old as fuck (laughs) <laughs> please make sure you follow us on all platforms we are at Y-E-P-I-L-W um, this has been a fun day also make sure you check out our website Y-E-P-I-L-W.com for all our event information and upcoming special things that we're going to be doing so uh, on behalf of myself I am Sonny Sofrito I am the greatest general manager in Yep I Like Wrestling History and I am the so-called name dropper, Roger Adams. So-called? Yeah, so-called. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. I've missed you, Roger. Uh, I miss you too, son. I, I miss you too, uh, Teddy, as well. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks a lot for joining us. Talk to you next week. Peace out. Shout out to Bill Carradine. Like, <laughs> Shout out to David Carradine. Shout out to David Carradine. Carradine. Oh, choke and stroke himself. <laughs> yo, I was waiting. Yo, honestly, honestly, I was waiting for him to make that fucking joke. <laughs> I'm trying to segue into the dead people here. I'm trying to uh, that that would actually make a very poor segue <laughs> into that. <laughs>